special education and general education teachers have to work together for inclusion to work, but what does that really look like? Welcome to the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and at the time of me recording this, I have an empty suitcase with a bunch of piles of clothes and supplies and things as I'm getting ready to go to a very large teacher conference and teach all about special education to thousands of teachers. And I'm really excited about this opportunity, but it got me thinking, why has it taken so long for special education to be included inside of professional development that was built for general education teachers. So we expect inclusion to happen in our schools, yet we are not including special education teachers into most professional development, and we're not including general education teachers into the special education PD that would uh, really help them include all the learners in their classroom. So I'm really excited about this opportunity and I'm going to be uh, just giving it my all and delivering everything that I can and pouring out to these general education and special education teachers who are showing up to learn how to have a better school year. Now, the other thing that just happened today is that um, I did a training for those who are in our master IEP coach community. So either they are coaches or they are parents and teachers who are looking for support on how to build better IEPs. You can find all of that information and how to get connected to the live trainings and get access to the replays and all the things over at masteripcoach.com. So we're talking about inclusion today in this training. And I wanted to share with you something. I wanted to share with you uh, something that kind of <laughs> had everybody surprised during the training and it should not be that surprising. It's something that I'm definitely gonna be sharing at the conference when I'm working with administrators and teachers, both general education and special education that there's a place in the IEP, actually there's several places in the IEP where you can make sure that general education and special education teachers are working together. Like you can actually make it part of the IEP. Collaboration minutes between general education and special education departments within a school needs to happen. It's absolutely impossible for a child to be successful within their school community if everybody is not receiving the information or the support or the trainings that they need to ensure that a child is supported within their school community. If you're a parent that's listening to this, this is really important because you have to know to ask for this. If you're a teacher who has mm, thought about this, like, yes, this should be happening, but you've gotten pushback from your school on making this happen, it's something that you need to not give up on. This collaboration being actually put into the IEP as service minutes or in the training section is critical to ensure that a child does not spend their entire school day in one classroom. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know I have no problem. In fact, I love classrooms that provide direct instruction in small groups. A lot of times that's called a self-contained classroom, right? So I think those are really important to make sure that students can get their information, their mastery of skills in an environment that they need if that's what they need. But I also think that it's very important for a child to not be limited in that classroom or to that classroom within their school day. And we make sure that we're thinking out of the box, that we're no longer sending a child to inclusion. It, we don't send them to inclusion. We create inclusive experiences. We look at a child's schedule of the day. We look at what they're supposed to be doing through their IEP and other things that they need to get done through the school day. And we design a school day for them that is inclusive. But to do that, we need the adults on board. So putting collaboration minutes inside of an IEP 
whether it's in the service minutes or it's put into the training section are just super important. It's just really important to get that done. It's one of the things, if you're thinking like, what, what kind of training, what are you talking about? Well, okay. Here's a couple of examples. One is accommodations and modifications. Uh, there's usually a long list inside of an IEP of everything that could and should be done for a child in order for them to access their day. Now, that's something that quite often, it just looks like a laundry list of things that needs to get done. And it feels overwhelming to a general education teacher who has many students in her class, and she doesn't know exactly what those things look like in that classroom. So for a special education teacher and a general education teacher to have specific time to work together to say, what do these things look like in this classroom? That is really important. So that's, that's one thing that could be covered. Here's something that quite honestly, I think is even more important. And that's making sure that if a child uses alternative communication in any way, whether it's a visual schedule or it's a full-on communication device that they're using, it's so important for a general education teacher and students within that classroom to be able to communicate with a child in their mode of communication. So often we're sending children who communicate differently into a classroom and they don't have anybody to talk to. The teacher doesn't know how to talk with them. The students don't know how to talk with them. It's almost like they're using a different language, right? So we have to make sure that the team inside of that classroom, so the students, the general education teacher, maybe there's another support person in that room, that they understand how to communicate with the students so you can make a connection during these inclusive experiences. So those are two things that could be covered during those general education and special education collaboration minutes. Bottom line is, if you're concerned about inclusion, if you're looking for more inclusion into a child's school day, and you're not sure how to make that happen, you have to make sure that the team is communicating and looking outside of the typical send a child to music or art or PE, that we're looking for opportunities for a child to really experience the entire school campus, to be as independent as possible, and to be supported by the adults and the other students and we can do that by working with the IEP document to ensure that that happens. If you have any questions about that, I'm going to highly recommend that you go over to masteriepcoach.com and that you look at the different ways that you can connect, whether you want to become a master IEP coach and help yourself and others through the IEP process, or if you're just like, I can't help anybody else, like just give me all the things <laughs> that I need to be supported, then absolutely we have that for you too. So go over to master IP coach and don't forget, leave a comment, share this, make sure that this information gets out to more parents and teachers. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it's really important to leave a five-star review and to leave um, a few words of just positivity, because the more that you interact and leave a comment or a share or a review, the more parents and teachers will get this information so they can do things like create more inclusive experiences. Because remember, inclusive experiences at school lead to more inclusive communities long-term. See you guys next time.